Welcome back to Freeze Frame presented by Strictly Casual, episode 72. The show where we stop to take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I'm your host, Ryder Maldonado, and today I'm joined by James Walmer, the old spice with all the nice. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're, you know, you're, 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 you're the old spice, but you're, you know, the cool, the coolness with whatever that pertains to. <laughs> sure. How you doing, buddy? What I'll you been watching? Uh, doing great. Uh, haven't been watching a lot. Well, actually, I've been watching a lot. I blazed through like all of. It's an anime called Kaguya Sama: Love Is War on Ooh. Crunchyroll, okay. and it's a rom com about a uh, student president and vice president who like each other, but none of them want to admit that they like the other one for their various reasons. First, so they come up with like schemes and plans to like get the other person to confess their love first. Oh. And there's always like, they're high schoolers and it very much plays into that. Like the overthinking and like, oh my God, this person, they did this, but they could mean this other thing instead. And so like, it's just at the end of, so the episode's divided into like three separate like mini arcs. And at the end of each one, it'll be like, the there's a narrator who's like, mm -hmm. today, like Shirogane wins or Kaguya wins or everyone loses or the side character wins and it's like all the characters are just so much fun and it's just has so much charm and the writing's incredible so been really enjoying that but um i haven't been able to talk about this on any of the shows but i watched um i watched all of barry about oh. a week ago i was house sitting a two, we'll have to two get weeks that ago at the end mm -hmm. so yeah so i finished barry um up, up, up with that i finished the bear um uh, which was oh, okay. incredible mm -hmm. fx right and there. Uh, yes, FX. Mm -hmm. And I started, I mean, it's still going on, but yeah. I watched the first episode of the rehearsal. Oh, yeah. Hearing yeah, you talk about so that. One. I, the second episode came out just recently, a few days ago, and I have yet to watch it, but it's been on my list. It's great. Uh, Nathan Fielder is a genius. Wow, that's that's a wild ride. That's some, that's some good stuff, though. That's some yeah, good content for yeah, sure. Yeah, again, for me, I haven't been watching much. Uh, I'll probably have to get into it at the, at the end, like what I've been watching, because not not a lot of good, good stuff, but there's some there's some little like uh like what we do in the shadows. I finally got into that Ooh. one. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's hear I, it. So my friends it? and I, I forgot. Uh -huh. This is my favorite thing that I watched like in recent history, like over mm -hmm. the past couple of weeks. Is uh, a few days ago, my buddies and I. We watched, so you know, um, Cooper Rafe, the guy who yeah, did Cha Cha yeah. Real Smooth. I told you about this, mm -hmm. but me and my buddies watched his first feature film that came out called Shit House. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It's a rom com. It's very like before sunset, you know, like the Ethan Hawke movie. Okay. Uh, it's mm -hmm. very much like this, but it's in a college setting um, with Cooper Rafe himself. Mm -hmm. He also stars in the movie that he writ wrote and direct and directed. And so it's him, and he's like, He's really struggling, struggling in college. Mm -hmm. um, he really like doesn't know. He has like no friends, but his RA and him start like like they there's one night where they like make out and almost have sex. And then they just end up spending that whole night together. And then but then the following morning, she kind of gives him this full, cold shoulder and like he's trying to like deal with it. And so like it, the movie Liz, like their relationship. And so it's oh, great. yeah. OK, it's really yeah. fucking good. No, it seems like it's a very really, interesting really movie. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, One of my it, favorite rom-coms for sure. Both of those are on my list because of you guys. So, man, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw it on. I'm throwing on this TV and what's the it. first one that's on your list? Uh, probably Cha Cha or Smooth because Dakota Johnson. You got. It. I love yeah. Dakota. I love Dakota Johnson because she's, she's really good at playing like very casual, like a like an mm -hmm. everyday person. But I don't know. She it she fits like Cooper Rafe's yeah whole thing because mm -hmm. who, Cooper Rafe is so like you watch his films and you're like, oh, these are real people. Yeah, like, yeah. I've had conversations mm -hmm. like this. Like I know exactly like this type of conversation. Yeah, yeah. And that, I, lo I love those vibes. So yeah, I'm definitely mm -hmm. interested to watch it. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've been enjoying this past week with all the announcements going on. F feel free to give us a review on audio platforms. It helps us out a lot. We have a lot of content on the channel that we're real proud of. Check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter for all your uh, local updates. We got TikTok is, is popping off. So if, if you can check out anything, you know, you only got 10 seconds in your day, feel free to check that out. Um, but yeah, lots of fun stuff we'll get into uh, pertaining to Comic-Con, but we'll get into the quote of the week. Um, this is, uh, Vincent brought this one last week. Uh, I don't know, James, you want to read what we got here for the quote? Here's the answer for it and what it is. <laughs> okay, it's, uh, should I say who it is before I read it? Uh, 
Sure, if you want, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is yeah. from Derek Zoolander. He says, what is this? A center for ants? How could we be expected to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that's a funny one. Uh, definitely, I'll have to get you. I was, you know, rushing to get a quote, but, you know, hopefully in an, another episode, you can bring a quote <laughs> from something you like. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, stay tuned, guys. Uh, we have a quote at the end of the week. If you guys can hop into our Discord and figure out the answer to it, I'll have to put that in the Discord. I keep forgetting. But anyways, topics to talk about. Let's go ahead and start off with some, uh, some kind of light news stuff here. We have Paul Sorvino. I sadly passed away That's at the pretty age. pretty heavy news. No, yeah. <laughs> pretty heavy stuff. You're right. You're right. It's not uh, It's not light stuff. But um, this is, of course, an iconic actor from Good Goodfellas, Law & Order. I mean, sad stuff. Vincent was telling us. It's like, they're all going. It's just that time. Dude. I, I was reading, so because this is, you know, all these Goodfellas stars um, mm-hmm. have been passing away, I'm starting to think, I was like, I had the thought, I said, I said, you know, is this more than just a movie? Like, it starts to feel like a conspiracy. <laughs> oh my goodness, no, right, true. You know man. what I mean? They're at that age and the young generation is like, hey. I'm just saying, the best out. way to conceal a mob is to put them right in front, like, it's right there. Wow. I would, they're in plain sight. You I, know what I mean? I wonder, it's true. I wonder where these guys like live because it, it's funny because like if it's like Los Angeles, maybe or Vegas or I New York, know. like they're in New York. Oh man, who knows the how you deep this know. goes? Man, we have to figure this out. But either way, we're rest in peace. Paul Sorvino, 83. Yes, with, all, with all respect. Good life. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Paul good, Sorvino. Good life. And then uh, I put here. A little uh, slight nope review. James, you saw nope. I did see nope. We can kind of uh, get into it. I guess we'll do non-spoilers because it's still first weekend. But um, man, lots of stuff to dive into. What would you think initially? Let's talk about it. Um, I really liked it. I think some of the, some of the tropes were really um, original. The ways in which it goes about the relationships between the characters and the monster or the alien, hmm. you know, um, I thought the alien was really unique in their approach to how they portrayed it um, and to how it operated. And I think it plays really well into the themes that Jordan Peele is kind of playing with. Um, I wanted more social commentary from it because that felt like I, that's what I was expecting. Jordan Peele hmm. had a lot of sociopolitical commentary with Get Out and Us that I was expecting that the third time around. But I was reading some articles in which. Jordan Peele said he's like I don't want to do that for this film because a lot of the production was amid COVID and things like that. Oh, and yeah. it's like, listen, like there's a lot of like, there's a lot of things to say. Like there's a, like mm-hmm. I just want the scary thing to be a monster. Yeah, he's like no. I want the scary okay. thing to be a alien, a monster for people to be like, oh yeah, that's a scary concept, mm-hmm. you know, um, and be able to just be like scared of a fictional thing rather than like a exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah i was watching it and you know of course there is a twist like in the whole movie in the vein of how creative jordan is because you're watching it and you're thinking oh is he going to subvert expectations and i think he does in a weird way and he kind of almost pokes fun at this genre of film like a flying saucer film because you see like in the kind of in the middle of the second act there's like a little joke with uh the main actor daniel kaluuya he's in the pens and he's he pulls out his mm-hmm. camera and he's kind of filming some stuff that's going on like in there just like with some people you know with some people going on yeah. you know in there if you know what i'm talking yeah. about in masks in masks, is that how you know what I'm oh about? yeah i know so, what you mean so yeah. i was like oh is this is this what the movie is and then it's it's it, it's turns on its head and it's like no it's not it's not what you're thinking it's not I, what you thought it was yeah i never like i would never have thought of a movie like this so i was like a complete switch like create it the is, creativity it is a little bit of a bait and switch yeah and then there's also much more creative turns when it comes to like uh, uh what's it called not expressionism but um like ex- exploitation and kind of uh, uh uh um showmanship right on how you kind of yeah show the craziness of of everything and always trying to get it on camera and that's what does the public do and yeah what do businessmen what do mean. like crazy crazy in things terms with of that. like just the media and yeah like getting mm-hmm. like uh self-promotion and things like that and like getting your claim to fame yeah absolutely and i was like man this is just a it's it's scary kind of scary because we saw the the repercussions of that (laughs) the Mm -hmm. the consequences but yeah great film check it out it's definitely a multiple watch type type deal to kind of grasp yeah i think so 
Um, but yeah, that was that was a fun one. We'll talk about talk about that for a little bit. But now we can. Get I think into, it's worth watching. Absolutely. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We can get into uh, our major news now. We have um, some SDCC recap. Me and James did a live stream at Comic Con, kind of giving all the news for Marvel's Hall H panel, which was pretty exciting. It was a fun time. We did. You can go back and watch that on our channel. Just be sure to skip like fifteen minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's when the actual show starts you know what i mean yeah, that's, yeah. the rest of that is just pre-show like it's yeah. not you don't need to worry it, about that there's no news there yeah. you don't gotta worry about it no, no, no. <laughs> um but we'll get started here we got uh, of course the animation panel happened on friday so here's some uh some big news from there freshman year is coming 2024 which is the animated spider-man show charlie cox voicing daredevil we're gonna see a lot of daredevil in the mcu and uh, charlie cox especially Norman Osborn has a major role. Villains include Rhino, Scorpion, and Tarantula. Nico Minoru cool. is Peter's best friend. Who's and, that? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I think they're doing, like, Ned and um, and um, Zendaya's character. They're not doing them for this show, which makes me believe right. that this is multiverse, something else. But they already have a season two called Sophomore Year already planned out. So that's interesting. They're oh, really Nico pumping. Minoru is a sorceress. Oh, interesting. Okay, Nico Minoru. Yeah, she's. Um, oh, I, I see. think she's a member of the Runaways. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I recognize yeah. her from. Wow, that's wild. She's cool. a daughter of the super, super powered villains calling themselves the Pride. Interesting. She's a daughter of Dark Wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's so many characters that, that I'm I'm so unfamiliar with, but. I definitely recognize that. <laughs> um, I really so I saw a tweet this week. Vincent liked it, and I thought it was really interesting. It said that it was highlighting Charlie Cox coming back to freshman year mm-hmm. and him being in uh, She Hulk, and it was like it said, "This is what happens when you have a fan base wanting something without sending death threats to a studio." <laughs> I think yep. that's a really good example of that because. There's so much toxicity in a lot of these, uh, a lot of these communities on both like, because we see that a lot in video game sides and a lot in the media, media side with uh, popular television and movies. And I think this is a really good example of what to do. This is how you, you know, mm-hmm. let a studio know you want more. Yeah, in a healthy way. <laughs> right. In a yeah. healthy yeah. way. Unless I'm just forgetting about some death threats that occurred. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, maybe there's some out there, but yeah, definitely not public or majority. Um, yeah. yeah, we got um, X-Men 97. Are you familiar with like old school Marvel cartoons? Was that oh, something yeah. you Okay. Because I, I, yeah, I, I, I grew up on old school Marvel cartoons. Like I, I talked about this in the live stream, but my first Marvel cartoon, I think, was um, the Fantastic Four. Oh, cartoon. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, so X-Men 97, uh, Magneto will lead the pack, which I don't really... Okay, cool. And it's uh, Magneto. No, Magneto's awesome. No, no, what? no. I mean, Magneto's cool, but I was like confused because I was like Magneto leading the X-Men. I thought... Oh, he's leading the, the X-Men. I was like, interesting, interesting. Magneto oh, looks interesting. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has like long hair. Cool in suit. This. Yeah. Cool <laughs> suit, yeah. Um, coming fall 2023 with, of course, season two already coming. And then we have the team's... Yeah, they're they're planning ahead, right? I'm tired of getting season two like before season one even comes out. I'm like, can we just like? I know you want to like say that you're investing in this show, but you can do that by like, because here's the thing: you can create a season one and have a great season one. But you could also have a bad season one in which you don't listen to fans. Having a gap between season one and two allows like fans and critics to be like, "Yo, like this turned out great." So now, if season one is not as good as people expected now they have to like if they follow that same trend for season two it's like oh now it's just another season of the same mm-hmm. plot season one has yeah yeah because because they probably unless, make them back to back or something like unless this means that this is like order but they haven't started production on it or they won't start production until they hear feedback from season one. well so i don't know how that production process yeah. works but we'll see no yeah agreed agreed for sure yeah um we have some characters like Cable, Bishop, Forge, Morph, Nightcrawler, Sunspot, White Queen, Sebastian Shaw, Callisto, and Val Cooper, uh, a part of Hell the, yeah. the separate core team. There's also Dude, the core I team. I love there. X-Men characters. There's so many unique characters in the X-Men that like the rest of the you know Marvel teams can't really touch, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like they're just so quirky. They're like yeah. all high like they're high schoolers, they're young, they're 
super like quirky and neat. Uh, you can't ground like, them. Mature in certain ways. You can't ground them. They're Absolutely. Just, just just leave them how they are. They're they're perfectly fine. <laughs> Being yeah, they're incredible because they're rules. already grounded. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're mm-hmm. already like ordinary people who are dealing with hardships. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see if this connects, but I, I think it's just going to be kind of separate because it's not, it wasn't announced with kind of everything else. It's just kind of like enjoy. Oh, no, yeah. You know? But I hope this isn't their like, oh, yeah, here's your X Men, be happy. Because no, I want yeah. X Men, baby. I want fucking X Men. Yeah, yeah. You X Men right, Marvel. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, we also got Marvel <sighs> Zombies if you want to get into the details for this. <laughs> Sure. Uh, Marvel Zombies will be rated TVMA with lots of gore, uh, <laughs> which is a sight to see for yeah. a Marvel show. It's really interesting that this is like the show that they choose mm-hmm. to be TVMA. Um, <laughs> zombies include Scarlet Witch, Cap, as in Captain America, Hawkeye, Abomination, Ghost, Captain Marvel, and Okoye. Uh, heroes include Miss Marvel. So these are the heroes like in opposition to mm-hmm. the zombies. This includes Miss Marvel, Jimmy Woo, Yelena Belova, Kate Bishop, Red Guardian, Shang-Chi, Katie, and Death Dealer. <laughs> what was that? It's funny. All these names. Katie. <laughs> the, the red. <laughs> like, oh, Katie. Pretty funny Katie. Red Guardian, Katie. <laughs> Death Dealer. No. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Katie. Just Katie. I don't know if just she's going to survive, but I think she's going to have, if Aquafina voices her, she's going to be there. Like, what's going on? Oh my god the zombies you know just yelling yeah, she's, she's the comedic yeah. relief you know that's her that's her thing well listen with what if and i'm sure you feel this way it's it's you know out of all the disney plus series it's probably the worst but it's fun if like for random like 10 minutes cool it's like funny and you know it's like cool waste some time but i didn't watch it yeah it's you know and that's perfectly fine i wouldn't i wouldn't hammer it down to you you know to say watch it but Marvel Zombies, I mean, the last one ended with, do you care for spoilers on the what if that last episode for Zombies? Thanos with the Infinity Stones. He, he's a zombie. Oh. And so it started mm-hmm. with like an outbreak. So each time someone gets bit, they become a zombie. Thanos is still like sentient. So he's there and he's like, and he has the gauntlet. And it's like, what is he going to do? Snap everyone away and make everyone zombies? But it was, it was wild. What did he, he do? He was in Wakanda. So it ended on a cliffhanger there. It was well, um, because he didn't know what he did with mm-hmm. the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. So it was kind of like that time where he's in Wakanda going after Vision. So he has most of the stones. So he's there. They showed him as he was like killing all these zombies. And then he's a zombie and he's the Infinity Gauntlet. And it's like, man, this these next couple episodes, this show really will hopefully dive into that. But there's a lot of powerful zombies here with Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye. I mean, not a Hawkeye, Abomination. It's scary. <laughs> but I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be like great for the kids. But tvma because the comic was gory so i don't know maybe yeah. maybe this is it's not gory. for the kids yeah <laughs> it's not for the kids i hope it's not it's not for the kids yeah, TVMA. We'll, we'll see but that's all we got all right. for animation um, cool so next we'll go into the clip for the show uh i got i'm hovering over you so it's going to start with you Ryder. just to re- sounds good just to reiterate we're going to go with you and then you'll kick it off to me hmm. after you do your little intro and then i'll keep going through cool sounds good so I'm going to count you down. Three, two. The multiverse saga is in full effect. And with San Diego Comic-Con, Hall H happened this past weekend where Kevin Feige announced kind of phase five and six and the plans for the future of Marvel with some huge reveals and maybe some overwhelming titles. We're going to get into it. James, what do we have for what Feige brought us? <laughs> all right. So we got a lot of release dates. That's kind of all we got. We got the full slate <laughs> yeah. of release dates for the next two years. And now keep in mind, we got one of these a few years ago, but then COVID happened and it all got messed up. Yeah. So let's uh, hopefully say that these are concrete. These are in. But you know what? I'm going to take them with a grain of salt for right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first off, we got Secret Invasion coming spring 2023. We got Don Cheadle or War Machine and Kobe Smulders or Maria Hill both returning for Secret Invasion. Uh, We haven't seen them in a while. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, we got Loki season two coming summer 2023 blade. My most anticipated film coming November, 2023, uh, captain America, new world order coming May 3rd, 2024 daredevil born again in spring, 2023. I know a lot of people are, um, looking forward to 18 episodes featuring Vincent D'Onofrio. Is that how to pronounce it? Oh, sorry. It's D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. I, spe- I spelled it D'Onofrio. real bad. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> okay. And Charlie Cox. 
Uh, and then we got Thunderbolts coming July 26, 2024, with a team reveal hopefully coming soon. And then with phase, phase six, so Thunderbolts is closing off phase five, mm-hmm. correct? And then phase six is Fantastic Four with a cast announced next month at D23. I, that's, that's what it is, that's yeah? A ho- hopefully. 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 It's not okay. recorded, yeah. And then the date for the movie is November 8th, 2024. And then in 2025, at the beginning end of that, in May 2nd, we'll have Avengers The Kang Dynasty. And then at the tail end of that year, we'll have Avengers Secret Wars at November 7th. Wow. Um, Ryder, let's let's start discussing. What, what do you got for me? Yeah, the I know question, you want to pick my brain. Yeah, the question I want to pose for I would say you know uh, you know just just because someone else that I know is I guess the, <laughs> the average fan, the normal fan that that yeah. is you know into it, but is is smart with this and not so crazy of like oh Disney and Marvel. Do you think <laughs> that you know what I mean? Like like you're the opinion that I want to hear. Do you think yeah. that by Kevin Feige announcing a plan like here's where we're gonna end and it being so fast and so kind of like short lived, do you think this makes this saves Marvel? Does this kind of save what's happening with Phase Four, or does this kind of worry you with like rushing content and quantity over quality? Does that make sense? It it kind of it kind of does in a way. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and two years just feels closer than it did like <laughs> yeah. two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, but the biggest reaction I have from this is I only care about a handful of things, mm-hmm. and so as someone who's kind of who went from being at the epicenter of the Marvel culture to now being on the outskirts of Marvel culture, oftentimes mm-hmm. looking outward in to that culture. It's like, I only see a few things in here that really excite me, but I'm worried that I'm going to have to invest a lot more time than I want to in order to really enjoy the projects I'm excited about. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. for example, uh, I like Secret Invasion because I'm big, like I said before, I my first show was Fantastic Four and Scroll are a huge part of that. So I want to see how they do the scroll. But I don't really care about Loki season two, but I love Blade. Mm-hmm. I really love Blade. And I'm hopefully I can just jump into that without any prior knowledge. Um, and then I really want to see King Dynasty and Secret Wars. And I don't want an Infinity War Endgame since people like where that was kind of when I was at the epicenter seeing mm-hmm. like people starting to come into mm-hmm. it like, oh, like this is cool. Is this? But like yeah. there's yeah, what is this? And so I don't want to be in that position that I saw earlier being like, yeah. oh, like I kind of don't have, uh, oh, this person is here now. This person isn't that anymore. They're yeah. actually, they have this role. Instead. There's a lot of keeping up with when it comes to shows and movies to, to, to understand now what's going on with this. And like, I saw this crazy thing where we are closer to Secret Wars than we are to Endgame, like in terms of days. I think it was like a thousand, one hundred days or something like that, or not a thousand, maybe it was I don't know. It was it was the days, the day count was like we're closer to where yeah. Secret Wars revealed than we were to Endgame coming out to this day, and it was like wow, that's mind blowing and how fast it is. That's that. pretty crazy. Yeah, does it give us time to dwell on these characters? Does it give us time to kind of enjoy this, or is it kind of rushing to build up to the next project? Like, what is their yeah, the direction? I, it, with it seems you know? like um, I talked about this to you on the live stream, but it almost is like it reminds me of a live service game, yeah, in which like a life service game on which this game like the marvel game wants to be the only game you play mm-hmm. yeah like i feel like marvel really wants to be like yeah we want to monopolize your media consumption and keep you so busy and, with it yeah and keep you so busy with it that you don't have time for any other like me you don't have time for any other movies or any other tv shows mm-hmm. especially like when we're like young people who have more time than average people so we have time to like mm-hmm. do that but as i'm starting to like become more professional i'm like yo like i really am gonna have to start it is scary because i'm like i'm not gonna have time to enjoy Mm -hmm. like any of this Mm -hmm. i really have to pick and choose how i want to spend my time on i either become a marvel fanboy or i (laughs) become you know or i do you know whatever become a boy casually yeah Yeah, and and that's what's because i know we we love different titles right like you're excited for your own and me my own and, you know, I'm right. going to be there day one for these. I'm really excited for some of these. And, and, and you know, I'm excited, but it, it also is sad where it's like, man, I remember as a kid, you get to grow up with some of these, but it, it kind of loses that kind of crazy factor. Like if Shang-Chi is flying out with the Eternals and Moon Knight's there, yeah, I'm going to be screaming and cheering, but it's not going to hit the same as it is Captain America or Iron Man because that was, you know, we, we all grew up on that and that's our generation. And maybe that's different for kids younger than us, right? They might see Shang-Chi and the Eternals and, and other characters like Moon Knight and, 
whoever else loki too and see that like that's what i grew up on that's my person so mm-hmm. i hope that when secret wars hits it lands and it kind of you know is maybe a one up from endgame i doubt it but it's still going to be amazing but it is kind of crazy that we're getting some crazy titles like daredevil like some of those are what make this worth it i think you know yeah i agree yeah. But, I mean, there you have it. I mean, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to keep going with this. There's a lot. D23 is coming up, so I'm sure even more titles are going to be coming. Stay tuned <laughs> on the channel. Uh, comment down below your title, that what you're most looking forward to. Uh, you can check out the podcast for free on audio platforms or become a member here on YouTube to check out the video podcast here on YouTube. But thanks for watching. We'll see you guys in the next video. And we're good. Cool, cool. Sounds good. Yep. And and yeah, I was gonna talk about that, but I didn't want to go too long. With with D twenty three, they said over eight titles are gonna be announced. And so that's that's a whole other thing like to ask, like, what do you think is gonna be announced? And I think Fantastic Four, maybe X Men. I just don't know it. what there what else there is to be announced at this point. Like I feel like <laughs> I already got so much that I'm like I just ate for I thought I hit every cart at the all you can eat. Hey, you know what I mean? I thought so, and now too. you're like, oh, and now the dessert menu. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I'm like, it, oh, my God. And there was more people talking like San Diego Comic-Con was the appetizer. And it was like, what? And they were like, here's titles, titles, titles. Now you know what's happening. Now come to our show in Anaheim. And we're going to give you guys footage, trailers, cast announcements, director's announcements. And I'm like, that makes sense because Disney wants to showcase their own hype. They want their event to be the biggest, right? So Comic-Con was the... Yeah was the appetite which i'm like it was already big like i can't imagine how bigger they are i feel like i just ate every menu on the cheesecake factory (laughs) it's a bit like oh like almost not stomach ache just kind of like nauseous and no i'm i'm getting a stomach ache i'm full (laughs) okay okay. if i eat any more like i i will throw Mm. up okay no i i I totally understand um here's some i'm just gonna throw some to you because there's a lot uh okoye illuminati eternals 2 World War Hulk, Midnight Suns. These are just maybes. These are just speculation. Like these are like be, rumors. Yeah, just okay. like Hawkeye season two. Hey, which, Midnight Suns could be cool. Yeah, that could be like. I'm really, I, I'm really stoked for Midnight Suns because I like likely. that dark mm-hmm. mystical stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Me too. We could see a Wolverine film, a Hercules movie, America Chavez movie, Agents of Atlas. Um, but yeah, oh Black Knight, maybe one on Kit Harrington, but maybe he gets like a series, but. Man, there's just there's a lot, and it's you know I I, I don't want to sit here and be like oh yes yes give it to me give it to me I want to I want to take it day by day show by show movie by movie and yep. see how they're doing what's the quality yeah um I agree because I think we've seen some <laughs> shows really like suffer from that like yeah I think Winter Soldier suffered mm-hmm. from that absolutely but uh, moving on now we, you can take us away other studios stuff some Comic Con yeah so next up we got uh, HBO Max which can we talk about HBO Max for a second? HBO Max is the new king. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I totally yeah, I like, skipped over other studios. Over, yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to HBO yeah. Max and then we'll go yeah, to other sure, studios. Sure. Since okay, right whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, HBO Max is kind of like the new king of streaming services, I think. Because mm-hmm. they they're adding 28 films from A24 on August 1st, including Ex Machina and Room. Ex Machina is one of my favorite movies. Um, haven't seen The Room, but I, I really want to see it. Um, just great films uh all eight seasons of game of thrones are coming in 4k ultra hd hdr 10 dolby vision and dolby atmos also releasing in august on hbo max um crazy that's insane <laughs> yeah. that's insane like i was fighting through the first three seasons i was like oh this show just looks yeah dated, sometimes it's grain sometimes it's a little yeah it's a little grainy yeah, yeah. <laughs> the coloring is a little weird yeah it's hard to watch um, at times because it's so dark a little bit hard to watch sometimes yeah it's re- it's a really dark show it's hard for me to watch <laughs> yeah. midday because if there's any glare whatsoever oh, yeah. on my tv or my monitor like it's over yeah like, two eyeballs watch. from john snow but the rest is all black yeah i, mean, like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah but um what do you think about that writer especially with the decline of netflix losing like 1.2 million subscribers (laughs) that's crazy because this this is good this is what like services need because sometimes when i'm thinking about an old film you know i'm I'm looking i'm checking all the services i'm like who has it of course most of the time it's hbo max they got they got the movie that we're talking about where you always say have you seen this or vince is like have you all seen this and i'm like let me check this out add it to my list hbo max got it and i think it's good to add old films as long as you're adding i mean as well as adding you know, new show, original shows and original content. Netflix is good when See, they... Do you, 
Do you know who I think is going to take that spot? I think Netflix is going to keep kind of declining. But I think mm-hmm. do you, I think uh, Apple TV Plus is yeah. going to be the next. Because I think because we saw Cha-Cha Real Smooth mm-hmm. as coming to Apple TV Plus, as well as great shows like Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Being originals, you know what I mean? And having that A new quality. one, um, the Black Blackbird. Blackbird is out. It's kind of a limited series, oh, but yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's a solid, solid, well-made show. I think there's a lot of... A lot of good stuff coming to that one and yeah i'm with you it's these kind of more prestigious services right like we always right. talk apple tv plus kind of looks the best with the filming hbo max has their cameras um those mm-hmm. two are kind of the best in quality amazon prime's kind of the third place kind of with you know up there uh, and then netflix sure. disney plus kind of use their their own but they're kind yeah. of at the bottom of the list but yeah man hbo max it's it's great it i love the ui so i'll always i'll always stay on it i'll always use it first but you love HBO Max? Um. Well, on TV, on the TV, it's really clear because it's giant. It's giant thumbnails of the posters. I don't know if it's different for uh-huh. you on like a computer or a phone. It might be different, but it, I hate the HBO Max. No, <laughs> okay. no you are. Which, I really. Hate which one's your favorite? I think Apple TVs is really clean, and mm-hmm. I actually think Netflix has a great UI. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Netflix's is really good. Um, but hate Amazon's for sure, and I don't like. HBO Max's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu is okay, but I think Apple TV is really, I think Apple TV is a great UI. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, why do you think Netflix is uh, going down? I don't, because I, I don't know why they're losing subscribers. Is it just because once Stranger Things ended, that was it? Like, there's nothing else to watch on it? It's when a I... combination of things because <laughs> one, one, it's they're increasing their prices all the time so oh yeah, that's um, right, yeah then they're they're also making it so you have to pay for extra accounts oh so like yeah. you can't share accounts <laughs> anymore they're trying they're really people. trying yeah. to lock it down so that you can't <laughs> share your accounts with other people so they can get free netflix mm-hmm. um in addition to them just not making quality original content <laughs> yeah. um, and just not having a lot on there in general like mm-hmm. i feel like they just yeah. don't have a lot of the shows that i really want occasionally like they'll circulate one or two mm-hmm. uh, a show or a movie that i want to see on there but um aside from that, they also don't have a lot of good low-end plans i remember i was trying to downgrade my service so, so i could keep netflix but that if i want to pay ten dollars a month that gets me 480p oh my gosh really dang i'm like that's insane like i'm that's not gonna horrible. watch 480p and so they're what they're also doing is they're trying to make like ad supported versions yeah, of Netflix, right. you know, mm-hmm. and people are pissed about like having to pay for ad free and stuff like that, like a Hulu model. Yeah, that's so crazy, man. It's, oh Netflix gosh. is in the middle of trying to reorient and create a new like restructure of the way subscriptions work and just people don't like it uh, because it's getting more expensive for some people and it's blocking some people out and it's not justifiable because they uh, they increased their price while not like uh, proportionately adding. Their yeah, content. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm with that. Yeah, interesting, crazy stuff. That's that's wild. Mm-hmm. Streaming services. What a what a hard business. <laughs> yeah, it's very competitive. Um, for sure, man. All right, moving on now. We'll get on to other studios. Comic Con brought lots of trailers, lots of good stuff. We got a trailer for Halloween Ends. Which is that's coming October fourteenth, which is the finale for the Halloween trilogy, the new one that they're oh. kind of doing. Pretty wild. I've seen the first two; they're they're entertaining in their own right. You know, just classic Michael Myers horror. <laughs> okay, are they are they good though? I would say good. Yes, great. No, <laughs> but okay. good. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I went to the theater and there was people there, and I actually enjoyed myself. But okay, I mean, so it's a fun movie. Fun yeah. movie. Yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, we also got Paramount, uh, Paramount's moving some, some release dates. I want to talk about this cause they're doing, of course, a quiet place day one, which is a prequel to a quiet place. We've heard about that one now that's coming March 8th, 2024. And this okay. is wild. A movie called if, which is starring John Krasinski, Ryan Reynolds, Steve Carell, and more. What a coming, cast. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> May 24th, 2024. So pretty cool. Paramount that if movie, that's, 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 that sounds like a good one. It sounds like a fun one. And then um, for Nope, when Nope released, we got a first poster and trailer for Oppenheimer. Did you, I don't, do you remember seeing the trailer for Oppenheimer? What'd you think of it? I do. People were saying it's like the best teaser from Christopher Nolan. 
Yeah, I thought it was a good teaser for Oppenheimer. I hated the poster. Oh, <laughs> giant cloud. Of smoke. <laughs> yeah, it was just not very good. Um, I'm not super interested in the film. That's the thing. Is like oh, okay. as much as you know, I'm just not a huge Nolan guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenet kind of burnt me out of oh, Christopher okay. Nolan. Yeah. Um, this and going be... back and like watching some of his other stuff, I'm like, this dude really doesn't know how to mix audio. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna be worse because there's like hundred actors in it. It's gonna be even. Full Chris Nolan. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not excited for this movie. Did Sorry. you see the uh, the poster that they did of Barbie where they put Barbie there and it was pink a pink cloud? They... I did. I saw it. That was really funny. Did you see the one where was, uh, they put in the guy from The Mask, Jim Carrey? With the... <laughs> no! Because <laughs> it looks, it's the same silhouette. It's the suit with the hat. Oh my gosh. Oh, they put him on the Oppenheimer poster. Yeah, they put oh, him on the Oppenheimer poster. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, the silhouette so with him good. in the... <laughs> yeah and doing his funny pose yeah yeah <laughs> that's silly i i love the opposition of barbie and Oppenheimer. i don't know why yeah. that's more fun than i can't wait about. for Bar- barbie might be my most anticipated oh me too dude wait. that that's gonna be a great film oh my gosh ryan gosling i feel like you, you love ryan gosling right come on i love yeah. ryan gosling he's great he's silly and he's fun uh but uh another great one john wick 4 i i i love me some john wick it's featuring- i do too uh, it's featuring it man himself donnie yen it man oh my Ip man. god I know, I said, remember one time i was like ip man i think i said that for y'all oh I was that's like, bad I, know, I didn't know i was like i'm sorry it's eat man eat man donnie yen yeah he's he's like blind and uh you did you see the teaser oh, i did not see the teaser it was very short it didn't reveal too much luckily um but yeah john wick's fighting doing some crazy stuff donnie yen is in there he has some glasses he's looking blind and he was there with a samurai sword and a gun, and he's shooting at John Wick like point blank, and he's kind of missing because John Wick is like using his sword. But I'm like, this is wild. He's fighting Donnie Yen blind. This is amazing. That's all I want. It's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it was cool. It was pretty cool. But that's coming March 24th next year, so don't have to wait too long. Fun. Just a little bit. Just a wee little bit. Um. Okay, you can take us away for. I think all right, now we're on to Disney Plus. Aragon is getting a live action series. It's in early development, but it's coming to Disney Plus. Do you are you familiar crazy. with Aragon? I, I oh, am I familiar oh. with Aragon? I was a dragon kid in elementary oh. school, so of course I am. But here's what I want to know, Ryder: hmm. is this this might be down in Netflix land, but where's where's the Percy Jackson series in its oh. development cycle? This it's going. This is that's a Disney Plus. That's Disney Plus. That's um, a Disney Plus. Yeah, they got the cast. They they announced mm-hmm. the kid. It's um Hunter Scoville, Walter Scoville. He's the little kid from the Ryan Reynolds movie with the time travel, and he played him young. The new Netflix movie that came out, The Adam Project. The oh, The no, Adam Project. The Adam Project. Yeah, he was. He was huh. seeing that. He was. He was pretty good in that. Um, that kid is gonna be the main uh guy in Percy. Oh, he's gonna be Percy, right? Percy Jackson. That's his name. Yeah, Percy. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be him. Um, but yeah, they got the cast. They're pumping out. They're they're starting production on that show. A lot of people are excited for that one. I'm really excited. A lot for that. Anyway, yeah. I'm also excited for Aragon. Uh, I read the first book, never got into the other books, but uh, I'm really excited for this because there's a lot of deep lore, I guess. And it, it's a thick book. It's a huge, <laughs> huge ass book. Um, I bet. So yeah, in concept, I'm excited for it. Author Christopher Paolini? Yeah, I do. Paolini yep, will serve as co-writer and co-showrunner of Aragon. According to sources, Paolini <laughs> will serve as co-writer of the series. Bert Salki will executive produce under his collab 21 banner with uh, 20th Television Producing. Salki is currently under an overall deal with tel- uh, Disney Television Studios, of which 20th TV is a part. Reps for Disney and Paolini did not immediately respond to Variety's request for comment. <laughs> quote, the inheritance cycle, end quote. I guess that's the name oh, of yeah, this the, is the series. I guess the story that they're going to adapt. Yeah. So it's, uh, it tells the story of a farm boy named Aragon who discovers an egg that he names Sapphira. Uh, through their bond and the help of his mentor Brom, Aragorn learns to be a dragon rider, an ancient aura that held long that had long been thought to be wiped out by the evil king Gal Galbatorix. Aragorn and Sapphira will set out to defeat Galbatorix and free the land of Agalacia from his tyranny. Pretty cool. I mean, if they adapt, so I remember seeing the movie as a kid, which was oh, I do too. Many many moons ago, but it, that was many moons ago. I'm looking at the poster, and it says here the first chapter of the Inheritance trilogy. So 
one they're doing inheritance so that'll make sense to me you know the average guy two <laughs> did they make a trilogy because <laughs> i'm thinking this they made is the a, only it was movie, a right? book trilogy oh book okay okay so then yeah. they were like this is the first chapter of that and then they never just did anything else with it but Aragon uh, performed horribly at the box office <laughs> with a 46% audience score and a 16% Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, God. No, I mean, this is like a it. crazy cast. I mean, man, you guys need to check this out because it has uh, John Malkovich and um, what's the other actor? The guy from um, Batman vs. Superman. I gotta look at the cast here, but what a cast. <laughs> There's more than that, but anyways. Yeah, Aragon. Looks cool. I'm sure Disney Plus is gonna put their mark on it and we'll see mm -hmm. if Percy Jackson's good. I hope they put love into Aragon. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah. I think I, yeah, I'm more excited for Percy Jackson for sure. Yeah. I think it's, bigger, it's a bigger cultural bulwark, mm -hmm. but, um, I hope this is good. Also. Yeah. Uh, so we got, we'll move on here. We got some Hulu stuff. So at Comic-Con, they screened, uh, their movie prey, which is coming August 5th. This is in the predator universe. Now this is about, uh, this takes place during like in the Indian times, and it's it's like the greatest hunters As of in our like time. Native American, Native American. Yeah, my bad. Native yeah, American. Okay. Times. No, you're good. I was just clarifying. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, at that time, the greatest hunters of our time versus a, a hunter. You know what I mean? Like two mm -hmm. hunters at it, and um, it starts a female, a female Native American. I forget. I don't know her name, but great actress. And man, they just duke it out. You know what I mean? It's come on. It's two great hunters. And it got a, and it got a standing ovation. Yeah, I got a standing ovation apparently because that's how good it was. That's and crazy. so, I mean, I'm, I'm dude. Yeah. I'm a big Predator fan, <laughs> Me and too. I'm like, I hate being a Predator fan because there's so many awful uh, Predator yeah. movies. But there's, if this guy is standing ovation, there's hope yet for. Right, yeah, there's, there's hope. hope. This is what will make you feel better because they said this one's kind of like the, the goes back to the first one, like the the what Hell made yeah. the first one great. You know what I mean? Very Fuck, gory, yeah. fine, but the story kind of like with Arnold. Uh -huh. Get out of here with that Shane Black, you know that Shane Black mm -hmm. <laughs> with the robot suit or whatever, like they oh did. Oh my god, yeah. no! But man, I'm very, very looking forward to this. Also on August fifth, um, what else is coming up? Prey, and then also, oh, uh, Bullet Train. That's right. You, oh, bullet train, you excited I for that? Can't yeah. wait for bullet train. Dude, I'm, getting, it, baby. I'm seeing it. I'm so excited. I'm seeing it day one. Yeah. Um keep going, Ryder. Okay. So short. Yeah, Apple TV Plus. This is this is wild. So Kurt and White Russell, both the Russell oh, boys, they're gonna be acting together in Legendary's Untitled Monsterverse series at Apple TV Plus. That's of course mm. with the Godzilla, Kong. Um, I can't believe they're they're, they're pushing on. They're pushing on with that. <laughs> I, I honestly can't believe it either. I mean, I guess they could see it's a franchise. That's I, I think it's Paramount. I don't know what. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun for sure. But no, it's legendary, isn't it? Oh, legendary. Thank you. Yeah, that's the yeah, company. Legendary, okay. Yeah. So that's okay. That's their franchise that they're trying to push. And I think they're doing movies, right? The next Godzilla versus Kong. They're doing another one of those. Yep, they're it's doing another soon. one of those. Um, this series set in the aftermath of the battle between Godzilla and the Titans that decimated San Francisco. Oh, as depicted in 2014's Godzilla, which launched the film franchise. Mm, so, so it takes place between the two. Mm -hmm, the first and the second. Cool, cool. cool. Uh, it's about a family journey to uncover its buried secrets and legacy linking them no! to the secret organization no, known as No, I don't yeah. care about the fucking people. <laughs> I don't give a shit about people. <laughs> I just want to see the monsters. I know. Me too. The, man, uh, you can create good stories with the monsters. You don't need the people. That last movie was hard to get through because I was. You like, ever seen Godzilla Final Wars? No, no, man. You need to watch deep. Godzilla Final Wars. It it came out. It's a, a Japanese movie, mm -hmm. um, and it's the best Godzilla movie ever. <gasps> Look at I, I'm, I stand on that hill. It's the best Godzilla movie. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, the posters are crazy for this one. Godzilla this is a crazy wolves. poster. Man. But it's the best. It is fucking great. Okay. The whole movie is him going through a gauntlet. Huh. Like, so the whole movie is Godzilla is like back, right? And so there's this like alien race. And they're all dressed in all leather. Oh. And so basically what they did is they collected all of them. They're trying to kill Godzilla. Uh -huh. So they, as they does. take all the monsters. <laughs> yes, as they do. They're trying to take all the monsters that he's ever fought before. And they like capture them. And so then like they basically the whole movie is just 
a, a cage matches with Godzilla <laughs> in which he's fighting like every single monster he's ever fought before. That's crazy. And it's great. It's so good. What he even heck? fights the Godzilla from the Godzilla 2000 movie. Are you serious? What? Yeah, it's, great. it's that it's newer? Fun. No way. <laughs> the 2000s got... Oh, and it looks you know, like the, the, one that was the like dinosaur. The, the, like the weird yeah, snout. The dinosaur one. That yeah, snout, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is crazy. It's great. <laughs> wow, that that's I would have I would have never that's multiverse right there, dude. They, they've done it the best. Dude, that's how you do a multiverse. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Okay. Um so yeah, there you have it. I mean both the actors, that's the first time they're acting together. So interesting that they said, let's do let's do Monsterverse together, Dad. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. If if a trailer looks good, maybe I'll check it out. But man, I need to see it's just gonna be all the people. This show's gonna be just about the people. I don't like Kurt Russell though. Oh really? I don't like Kurt what? Russell. I don't know why. I, I he was good in it, uh thing, the thing. Oh yeah, yeah. He was good in the thing, but that's kind of it. I yeah. don't, I'm not a huge big Kurt Russell guy. Yeah, he's he's a he lot of films. Do yeah. No, yeah, understandable, understandable. Um, but there you have it, and there you have it, and there you have. That's for Apple TV. <laughs> you could take uh, these next hey. couple of couple ones. Sure, cool, cool. Uh, AMC, <laughs> The Walking Dead reaches the end of the road with the last episodes dropping October 2nd and but Rick and Michonne will return in a six episode of the Walking Dead spinoff series in 2023 so it's done but it's not they're coming back which a lot of people I can't believe really I did not expect Listen, people to the Rick love watching this show is huge for Rick but I dude I cannot believe this show is still going I mean I think I we either don't. we all watched it at one point we all think we all did I got four seasons right. in when was your when was your fall um, when was your drop Dude, it was after Negan, man. It was right after that. I saw the first episode of that season. That was it. I mean, the first episode of the next to see what happened. Then that was it this, for me. Of the second season? No, no, no. After uh, Negan killed uh, everybody. Oh, you know? Glenn. Yeah, and all yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And then the and then okay. the first episode of the next season was kind of their. How are they gonna recuperating so from this? So like what five or six? Yeah, I think it was like five or six. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Five into six, but then that was it. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm done. And then it got wild with like zombie people. You know, like masks and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, what?" Yeah, no, I and don't. I, I know it's the graphic novel, but some things don't—you don't have to adapt everything, right? Right. Uh, this comes from FXX. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney score an underdog story in the trailer for Welcome to Rex Wrexham. It almost seems like a Ted Lasso documentary, in real life, and it. It's kicking off on August 24th. So this is like true story. Dude, like Ryan got to okay. watch this trailer. Okay. It's so touching because it's okay. about this, this football team, right? In Wrexham and Ryan and Rob, they buy it and they, they're the owners. Oh. And they're like, what are you two Canadians doing here? Like, what do you all know about football? And they're like, we, we grew up on this. And they're kind of bringing the underdog team to become a championship team. And it's a whole doc, but it's literally like Ted Lasso. It's like the same kind of concept of that show cool. so and of All course right. those two guys are funny and man it on? it's gonna be on fx and hulu i believe on hulu cool. yeah hulu oh, yeah because fx a lot of, all the fx mm -hmm. stuff goes to hulu mm -hmm. but man it was like wow this is this is something i might actually watch this looks this looks nice but they you from country world um oh you know what i probably wouldn't know my bad if there is let's let's talk about it but yeah, I'm just I'm just doing a quick little country roll control uh, okay. country roll homepage. You do that. I'll I'll get into the quarter of the week, and then we yeah. can get into recommendations. Yeah. But ladies and gents, here you go. This was one I thought of it. I thought it was this is more of a comedy. I'll give you that hint. But here we go. Well, you know, there's two lines. Do you want to read the other half? Uh, well, you know, what? I'll just read both. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. just read? No. Let's read a, okay. a for the roll. So yeah, you'd yeah. be the first roll. I'll be the second roll. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, we could say names. There's your hints are the names, all right? If you want to look them up, okay. But I think you can get it from the names. Here we go. Tracy, okay. it's Phil. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's uh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was the first. <laughs> no, okay. Tracy, it's gotcha. Phil. Phil, where the hell are you guys? I'm freaking out. Allison, we effed up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bachelor party. The whole night, things got out of control and. We lost Doug. What? Can't find Doug. What are you saying, Phil? We're getting married in five hours. Yeah, that's not going to happen. 
Okay, well, there you have it. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of hints for you guys. Let us know what you think. Hop on our Discord. Put your answers down below. Um, fun quote. Fun quote for sure. One of my favorites. Um, but yeah, any Crunchyroll? Anything popped up on your feed? Yeah, so Crunchyroll also had a bunch of stuff at Comic-Con. So oh. They have so Saint Seiya, Knights of the Zodiac, Battle for Sanctuary got revealed. And it's a, a CG animation of or adaptation of the original Saint Seiya series, Saint Seiya, Knights of the Zodiac, mm. um, which is a show that I grew up watching. Um, two Year Eternity uh, is getting season two, which is incredible it's a really really great show highly recommend the first season i've talked about it and recommended it here on the show before uh the tale of outcast got announced inspector season two got announced uh tomo chan is a girl got announced and mushoko tensei jobless reincarnation season two got announced along with solo leveling which was previously announced or shown at anime expo 2022 based on an extremely popular uh webtoon um and in addition yeah, a lot of variety. In addition, Crunchyroll is lowering its prices in oh. 95 countries, but not the U.S. Oh, okay. Okay. And they're raising the U.S. price. No. No. <laughs> but, hey, there you have it. That's how you do it. You got to lower the prices, you know? Be, be like Crunchyroll. Man. They're feeding y'all. That's, that's a lot of good stuff. I saw I was reading it, too, along with you. I, I saw that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's good trailers, too. Cool um, all right. Have you been... Um, we talked about what you've been watching. Do you want to recommend any of that? I guess for me, I know what I'll do. Yeah. Um, I am going to recommend Shithouse. You got you to gotta watch Shithouse. Yeah. It's on uh, Apple TV or Apple TV Plus or AMC Plus. If you don't have, I don't know why you'd have AMC. But I don't know <laughs> what you're watching on AMC Plus. Maybe, the, maybe you're walking down people yeah. are really, you know, on there. So it's on AMC Plus, but it's also on Apple TV. So go watch it and if you're on apple tv plus go ahead and just watch cha-cha real smooth while you're there you have it yeah and if you're on apple tv plus watching those might as well watch the blackbird because that's phenomenal show true story about um uh taron edgerton plays this um this convict right and he's the fbi contacts him because he's such a charming guy and he they put him in a maximum security prison with a serial killer larry hall to try and get a confession out of him by becoming his friend so it's a story of kind of how he's talking to this guy. And I'll say it here. Taron Edgerton is, would make a great Wolverine. That's all I'll say. <laughs> mm, yep. I see it. Yeah, I yep. see it. But man, great show. It's it's very enticing. I mean, come on. Serial killers. You know, Americans. We just love watching serial killers. They do just really love yeah. watching serial killers. It's crazy. But I've been watching that and then what we do in the shadows. So check those out. But cool. there you have it. James, thanks for hopping on with me, buddy. Chatting with me. It's a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening at home. Uh, it's been so much fun. Let us know what you thought. Give us a review in the podcast. Hop in our YouTube comments. We love to chat with you. We got our Discord. Of course, if you want to hop into our TikTok, you get our daily updates. Uh, real quick, you know, short updates that you guys can check out and uh, show us some love on there. We got some more fun content coming your way with what, Gamescom, you said, right? Gamescom's coming up. Gamescom should be coming uh, in August as well. We'll be covering okay, cool, that. Cool, cool. And we'll be covering a lot more stuff on the way. D23 in September. I'm already just hyping it up now because it's going to be huge. And yeah, (laughs) thanks for watching. Have a great week, everybody. And enjoy the content.